the globe. Through the power of the World Wide Web, it's Stacy and Steve's Cringe Fest. And now, here are your hosts, Stacy and Steve. Here we go again, Cringers. I'm Stacy. I'm Steve. And this is our Cringe Fest. Today we are joined with uh, Lily, and we are going to be talking about gremlins. But Lily, how are you? Yeah, <laughs> good. I'm doing good. I'm alive. I'm not dead anymore. So <laughs> that's from, a good start to things. Back from the beyond, just in yep, time no for Halloween. Kidding. It's Lily. <laughs> exactly. Just the time of year to come back from the dead. <laughs> Very, very much so. So you want to give us a, a quick overview, and then we'll get into the fun bits? Me? Maybe. Overview of Gremlins? Uh, well, having been uh, apparently the only person on the planet who had not seen this movie until recently. Somebody didn't see it in the group. That is so funny. <laughs> I, well, I think like every time one of my kids turned it on, I probably just left the room. It, you know, it was one of those, you know, dad things. I'm going to the garage now. I'm not watching this silly. Fuck up. Yeah, Gremlins are right. out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> An overview of this. Well, all right. In case there's one other person. So uh, let's see. There's an adorable little creature. And if you get them wet or you feed them after midnight, bad things happen. And, of course, that happens. Bad things do happen. Uh, Phoebe Cates does not take her shirt off in this movie, uh, unlike Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, yeah, that's about it, right? And then uh, the, 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 the original little gremlin goes back to live with his ancient Chinese man keeper, and all order is man keeper. I'm gonna have to remember that. I like that man keeper. I, I love that phrase so much. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And then billions of dollars worth of merchandise was sold. And still continues. Yeah. Yes. I and thought Kirby this was, was going to be about the, uh, the uh, 19, what, 1972 to 1981 American Motors car, the Gremlin. I was very excited. There was a gremlin. There was a gremlin. I pointed the out very, very on. beginning very when you come in and there's a car that's broken down and smoking. Yeah, it was a, an a gremlin. fire gremlin. That is so funny. <laughs> so I was disappointed. You know, I thought we we would learn all about the Rambler Corporation, how it became American Motors, and Mitt Romney's father who ran the that company, all that stuff. But no, no, it was about little stuff creatures. They thought about doing stop motion, but they uh, they found that that was a little too much. And then they tried to do a monkey, and he wouldn't let the the hat go on the the head. They and the monkey lost its shit. And then they were like, <laughs> so puppets, right? Like we're gonna go back to the puppet idea. <laughs> So the, these, this was all puppets. Is that mm-hmm. right? Okay, thirty to forty thousand dollars a piece. They were checking people's cars just to make sure. Wow! <laughs> so, so funny. Spielberg made this movie, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And his uh, no bright lights. You forgot rule number one of the other rules is no bright lights. Oh, uh-huh. you know why he did no bright lights? No, tell us. The puppeteering trick hides the actors. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. I love Muppets. I am a huge Muppet fan. So, so finding out like they were doing all these little tricks and stuff was epic to me. <laughs> No, this movie. This movie has my heart, my childhood heart. I love this movie. Maybe this is one of the first ones that I, I actually liked. That and Little Shop of Horrors. I watched that as a kid too. Mm-hmm. Both, both versions really for that one on a uh, ick fan. But I have, if I can just butt in, I actually yeah. have a uh, response to that, Stacy, because I was uh, watching this movie and um, I have not seen. So I've seen the second one. There is a sequel to this movie. Yeah, um, I've seen the second one like 40 times because that's like, I love monsters. I like goofy stuff. So like that one. Oh, has they take it turn into like <laughs> they take it beyond. Um, just speaking of merchandisable products. Um, but I've seen that so many times that I didn't actually realize until you guys asked me to do this one that uh, I haven't seen the first one since I was younger. And I'm going to say something that. Stacy, I don't want you to hate me, <laughs> but I love this movie, but watching it again this time, I feel like I realized more and more that it's a very enjoyable movie, but I'm like, this isn't as good as I remember it, actually. <laughs> well, that's why this month we decided to do the good. So the good cringy movies. Yeah. Um, so we did uh, Leaving Las Vegas and Best in Show or His Idea. And then mine is Gremlins and Rambo because although they had all these critical acclaims and stuff, for for the most part of these movies, they're bad movies. Like they're they're cringeworthy. They don't necessarily hold up, but yet they're the movies you love and you fell in love with and started a whole thing. And that's why we did this. And then December's the bad, and. Did you? I, I, have, I, I have not agreed to that yet. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> even though you keep saying it, say it now, it's still not going to happen. <laughs> My lawyer advises me not up, to agree with that. Right. Yet. <laughs> did you see what I came up with for January? Yes, I did, and we'll talk about that later. <laughs> see, oh. Absolutely, you're not hurting my feelings at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, this movie came out the same time as Ghostbusters. And Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is one of the reasons Spielberg isn't mainly featured in this, but he was on site a lot. Um, but because of Raiders of the Lost Ark and this movie, PG-13 was created. It, it didn't exist until these movies. And what's funny is it never retro- retroactively got turned to PG-13. It, can, it still stays at an R. Wait, <laughs> this is rated R? Yeah. Because PG-13 didn't exist. I think it came out as PG and and then got a lot of criticism. Well, well, the blender and the microwave scene. Well, they they removed a lot of scenes. Like the mother was was to be killed. And one scene, her, yeah, the dog was going to be killed. The mother's head supposedly rolls down a staircase, you know. So they, they had to do some heavy editing to get it released. Okay, yes. the uh, actual most controversial thing I'm going to say tonight is that I wish we got to see her head roll downstairs. It would have been oh, a much that more entertaining great. movie. <laughs> as long as you don't dick out the dog. 
You know, they, it would have yeah. made for a compelling story. <laughs> I like. I thought it was funnier seeing the dog tied up in the in the Christmas lights. I love that scene. Yeah, I love that, that scene so much. You know, people forget this is a Christmas movie, and then the big thing, the big no no that they kept in was the story about her dad. A lot of people did not like it, but oh, I love that was like one of the things that for me. I was thinking the whole time, like, um, I can't remember her name, but like Billy, the main character, I was like, the girl he's crushing on has a way more interesting story. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. care about this guy at all. Well, Steven Spielberg let um, the director keep it. He He's like, this is this is my film. This is my thing. But you can keep it if you want it. And sure enough, he's like, no, I want to do it. The dog's name is Mushroom, by the way. That's so cute. I thought that was pretty. I thought you'd appreciate that because it's like <laughs> it's not your typical name for a dog. Oh my god! And and they they loved Mushroom because she reacted to the gremlins appropriately. The only problem was crossing the street. She does not want to cross the street. It's oh. like she's wearing monofilament wire to attach the two of them. Oh wow. That's so That's I wondered how that how that was happening. You know, no leash or anything. The dog's just just there. <laughs> Very well trained mushroom. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Yeah. yeah, I went on such a crazy deep dive on like all the trivia because I was telling, I was during the the hatching scene. I was like, man, this really reminds me of Aliens. Mm-hmm. There's a reason it does. Was it just straight up like inspired by it? Or? Yeah. Because yeah, so in aliens, you have two different ways of birthing, chest, the chest and then the eggs. So this is actually based off the eggs, which is so funny. I love it. And then the little <laughs> Easter eggs. There's a ton of Easter eggs. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. I, I had, I had, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think about it. But, you know, like watch, rewatching it is just so, so cute. Steve was not impressed. Oh well, you know, it's, it's, it's you know. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It, it, it was all right. It was okay. You know, I, I, I don't feel like oh darn, I wish I had waited, had not waited forty years to see this movie. Um, I don't feel like I missed anything <laughs> as a result. But you know, I, the, the most fascinating thing to me is the whole creation of of this this category. PG thirteen, because when you look at now, that's that's every blockbuster movie is rated PG thirteen. Nobody wants an R, you know that drives away large chunks of the audience. But this gives this 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 automatically becomes a date night movie, a teenager movie, uh, you know, by 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 getting that that rating. And I just think it's it's brilliant that. Uh, from a marketing perspective that somebody figured that out, you know, that, and, uh, and, and the rules, the, the two cussing and like specific nudity or, or, or in, you know, sexual. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm against any kind of censorship at all. I wish we didn't have a rating system at all, but from a business perspective, it, it's kind of a brilliant thing. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somebody that, that has to work i guess they had to work within a system uh they, they, they made the system a lot different yeah the legacy that that's left to like i'm thinking of like 
because I watch a lot of crappy movies too, as you guys know, hence me being here. Um, and a lot of movies I watch in like the horror category, and I put in quotes because most of them are not very scary. But um, you get a camp of like a good chunk of them that are rated R and they just try to go all in and the effects have a mixed bag. Some of them look okay. Some of them look just God awful. But um, PG 13 is another one where uh, a lot of them will sort of like snake by just like playing uh, the game on uh, bordering between being like super inappropriate and like moderately inappropriate. And I feel like um, it's really opened the door for a lot of movies to come out at this point point that like would normally have to either cut things out to go pg or just go all in to go r i Mm -hmm. I like the fact that like it kind of created this middle ground Mm -hmm. well and it gives it gives the adults more control over you know oh this isn't so horrible that my child will never see this until they're you know 21 versus (laughs) oh it's cute what the hell's going on (laughs) yeah exactly exactly the deer cotton headlights but I thought it was cool that this is the first one that, you know, a lot of the other ones have um, the the secret society of, of film raiders, which is just insane t- still to me that there's a, sm- a group <laughs> of people, a select group of people who meet and watch these movies and rate these movies and have all this say on NC-17 and all those others. And it's just this secret society of people. It's mm-hmm. the weirdest idea of a committee I've ever seen. Cause like there's, there's no like stop gaps there. So well, again, that's why I think anytime you try to censor anything, you're going to screw up. You know, we, we, we should leave it. We should leave it have such a such a weird system but i'm all for letting the children watch all the violence and horror and and nudity and i'm glad i'm actually starting a new uh like me and henry were talking about me starting a new program where i go into uh daycares and then i put on uh martyrs or thanatomorphos Mm. or uh saw you know <laughs> just get them started a little young <laughs> i'm glad to hear we've got support for that already. absolutely absolutely well and- I, I think you need a good legal defense fund to start with you know? uh, we're working on it we're working on it not well, a great my, start but- my niece and nephew do want to be on the podcast how old oh. are they? uh uh 12 and 8 oh, perfect, perfect time for horror yeah, perfect <laughs> And my sister's just obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas. So, you know. I used to watch that movie uh, all the fucking time when I was in elementary school. And then I got sick of it. And <laughs> I, it took me like almost a decade to be able to watch that movie again. Well, everybody was telling her that, you know, the kids are going to be messed up. It's too dark. It's too, you know, the oogie boogie's going to scare them. These kids are the most friggin'. Well-adjusted <laughs> children, like I love, I love them. I uh, I bought them tea public shirts to match <laughs> Uncle Aaron's because Uncle Aaron got the bear, of course. <laughs> I have spent so much money on that freaking side. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to dwell on this, the the whole censorship thing, but but 
Grimm's fairy tales are pretty darn dark, anyway, oh. right? I mean, and it, 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 it was a method, I think, used to keep children uh, under rule, you know, is to terrorize them. <laughs> Don't go out in the woods, a witch will eat you, you know, whatever. I see where you're going with this, Steve. So it's not that uh, censorship should be stopped so that... Uh you know, you have access to that thing. So your your promotion is we should actually actively expose the kids to these things. <laughs> to keep them in line. <laughs> like, a, like a chicken pox party, right? Exactly, exactly. But with just like horror movies and crazy things. Well, it's, it's like when I take people out for sushi, you know, I have beginner sushi, which is usually the California rolls and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then it gets into like the rainbow rolls, which has some raw fish, but not a whole in your face, crazy flavor or texture profile. And then like, you know, raw scallops and quail eggs are like the last of the last because they're so slimy. And the most delicious. I know. But <laughs> yeah, you got to start them off slow. You got to you gotta get them in there. Little... Pork katsu first off, you know, in case they're really like, oh my god. <laughs> but this, I think, is a good starting. Like, I bet you dollars to donuts if they haven't seen it already. My niece and nephew will love to see this movie, and my oh, sister yeah, would totally yeah. approve of it. There's nothing, uh, yeah. There, there's nothing that to me that that horrible about about the movie. I mean, lots of little creatures get blown up and stuff. That's pretty gory. Uh, beheadings and things like that but it's all yeah i i always thought the the old lady's death was the best oh yeah but they wow. it, the whole movie is like she deserves this you just you're oh. right right you're just waiting for that to happen you're her, like her office yeah. hours are 45 minutes <laughs> she's open 45 minutes monday through friday <laughs> and every single one of her cats has a dollar name it's a dollar bill one's like the ruble Tell us what's going on with it came from a monster movie. It came from a monster movie is we're like, we're in a weird position right now. We're officially back. We're working on getting content out, but um, I am a new, I'm in a new apartment. Um, I'm still like figuring out my health stuff separately and Henry's still settling in. So we really wanted to get a couple new, uh, like um, we're trying to do things a little different for the end of the year, just to like smooth things out for ourselves. But Instead of doing like the full on episodes that we've done before, we're doing mm-hmm. just like commentary tracks on movies right now. Okay. Um, so it's a lot easier for us to get them out. And we wanted to do a couple for October, but it's just the time has not been there for it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but just... we are alive and back and we're very excited to be going again. But just slowly working into things. It it takes, yeah, sometimes it it's just, you know, thankfully sometimes I have, you know a pretty flexible schedule. He's really, really flexible. So sometimes it's like, okay, we just got to slam a couple out today so that, you know, we can have a backlog again or, or yeah, anything like yeah. that. Well, we, we were a couple of episodes ahead and it was real comfortable. And then once that, once that evaporated, it was, oh no, we're back on the, back on the track. Someone got COVID for the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he was coughing pretty bad. We didn't even talk for like a whole week. We just texted. It was it was crazy. That sucks. Yes, it was a really really wonderful excuse. Sorry, Stacy, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have uh, managed to go this entire thing and have managed to dodge it. And I am, yeah. I am just waiting for the day. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm over here in Boston. So like masked or not, I'm just around so many people all the time. Yeah. And poor, I don't know if, uh, I, I think he may have mentioned something on the socials, but like poor Henry finally got it after like two years too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought we were way past it by the time, you know. Oh, I was praying, but. Yeah. It, it, yeah, you just have to admit it's just a matter of when, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've got yeah. I got my fifth shot and then my regular flu shot, and <laughs> so if it's going to knock me on my ass, it's going to knock me. <laughs> hopefully not as bad as it could. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I see you've got uh, in, in your move. You do have your dinosaurs unpacked. Yeah, I finally have my things out. Yes, our things. Um, so for the listeners at home i collect (laughs) toys i have many toys in fact i was very excited to talk about the toy part of this because i used to collect some uh gremlins figures i didn't have a ton of them but um yeah they were like uh i don't know if any of you have heard of the company NECA, but they do a lot (laughs) of like the modern figures um and they love doing gremlin stuff they have new gremlins all the time out and uh going back to the second movie being very merchandisable there's like the big spider gremlin there's a big uh-huh. bat gremlin um i used to have a whole bunch of those and then uh i ended up selling them only because i love gremlins but like you can see where my money's going yeah. it's like dinosaurs. <laughs> so i decided to just make a little bit of space but um, I'd, I'd love to get a gizmo uh that talks because i love the fact that howie mandel is the voice of gizmo yeah i did not even know that. yeah Harry Mandel is Gizmo. Frank Weller is Stripe. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then um, when the dad, yeah, the dad is at that convention thing. The Robbie the Road Up robot is Marvin Miller. That's so funny. And I love. I for, I totally forgot about that. Like complete scene. And if you watch that in the scene was really cute where he's on the phone and all this stuff's happening in the background. Didn't like the, uh, what the time machine like disappeared behind I him. Something that like that. Part. That was yeah. actually my favorite <laughs> so part funny. is it's, it's, it looks like the time machine from the, the old movie the time machine Yeah, and they have spectators and then it cuts back to the house, cuts back to him and the spectators are now looking at an empty floor. <laughs> That's so funny. Gone. Yeah. And then of course, a lot of you know, nods also... to the movies and it's, I mean, the whole, the whole Disney thing. Well, the back to the future, back to which the I thought future, the time right? machine was also a funny nod yeah. to, to time travel. Yeah. Because the mom is the mom from back to the future. What's the uh, robot from? I know that's like a robot. Danger, from. Will Robinson. Danger. Um, uh, okay, yeah. I was going to say. Lost in Space, yeah. the, the old TV series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably the robot. I was like, I know this robot from somewhere. but <laughs> So this was your first time seeing it? Or, or in a long time, Lily, right? Yes. Last yeah. time I saw it, I was probably like 12 or 13. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. And... and Stacy, is this another one you snuck at a at a uh, a sleepover or something? My brother, my brother watched it. My mom like kind of did the mom thing of 
wait, what the hell's going on? Why is that in a microwave? <laughs> but because it was, you know, it was cute and it really wasn't that scary. And I had already seen Ghostbusters at this point. So how, but, but how old were you? It was 1984. I was five. Oh, okay. Okay. My, my brother's seven years older than me. So, yeah, no. so you, you yeah. were five when you first saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I watched it again in, in like high school and stuff. Cause it was like one of the party movies that you could just put on. In sure. The it was just on. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. And everybody had a cassette of it. Cause it was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Top four of that year. Yeah. So that was, that was, it, you know, they're just the, uh, all the, all the things, all the trivia in this movie is just, it's, this is so, makes me so much happier. <laughs> I, mean, I still I like the, thing. like the little, the little monsters all watching the, watching Snow White. To me, that was the, that was the funniest. Uh, and it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the Snow White in the woods scene. Oh, okay. But they they found it was harder to make fun out of or have the gremlins react. So it was easier yeah. for them to use a happier song because of the fact that um you know it 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 was more fun for them. And I love sure. the shadow play as they're running towards the screen. Mm-hmm. That must have saved yeah. them so much money. <laughs> I love that scene because it's just so, such like a cute, like almost like unexpected. I like I remembered it from when I was a kid, but like even just seeing it now, like I expected them to just immediately trash the <laughs> or something, and instead they have like the best time watching it. It's so yeah. cute, honestly. <laughs> and they're throwing popcorn, and, yeah. Just having yeah. the time of their lives. Well, and the Mickey Mouse one's wearing Mickey Mouse ears. And then they did a trick that Jim Henson does in the opening sequence of the Muppet Show is there are puppets on sticks. So you'll notice some of the puppets doing the same movements because of the fact that as they go, you go back further in the movie theater, it's easier to just do puppets on the stick. That's cool. And it saves you a lot of, a lot of this arm yeah. thing <laughs> and how many people even like noticed like i had no fucking idea i told you i love the muppets i freaking love the muppets i met alice cooper and asked him what it was like working with the muppets <laughs> he's That's like how awesome. old are you like, oh, one of my favorite episodes i got my favorite one right here janice i, I tried to do her for halloween one year and nobody got it <laughs> And then I was yellow man. for about an extra day because of the orange makeup. Oh, man. <laughs> it's okay. I had fun with it. I I didn't give a shit. Okay, go. And then the next day I, I, I had another party. So I went as Jim Henson. So I just carried Kermit and I did like the mustache and stuff. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. That's cute as hell. That was my Muppet year. I'm guessing people got that one. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a lot more than the Janice one. Because I, <laughs> I did the scrubs from Animal Hospital from the TV. Yeah, again, yeah, that that that's my my jam. That well, Sleeping Beauty, but you know, that's why you can see all the Aurora stuff behind me. <laughs> yeah, we all got our displays. Oh yeah, well, except for oh, I see I see Lily the dog. I have a messy bed and a dog behind me. That's my that's my jam. Sleeping and 
Yeah. With the sleeping dogs. Good sleep and a dog, though, Steve. That is the best treasure in life. <laughs> Speaking of uh, small, round, cute critters, actually, um, something else I was interested in bringing up for this movie is um, this movie is kind of known as this is like the one history part of it that I am aware of, uh, Stacey, <laughs> but this movie spawned like a trend for a little bit in like the 80s especially like the mid and later 80s like right after this movie came out of like small monsters that are essentially just like puppets um one of my favorites being critters i I just gonna say critters came yeah critters was the first time i saw it i was 16 it was on tv so it's like one of those saturday matinee tv things Mm -hmm. and i've watched it and that was the first movie horror horror movie I would not stop laughing. Like <laughs> that was the moment where it was like, oh, it's not scary at all. It's really fucking stupid. I love this. And so I ended up watching the whole franchise. But yeah, that I think that was the first time I laughed at a horror movie was Critters. I so, think that's like the whole genre with like the small creepy monsters like Gremlins, Critters, Ghoulies, uh I can't remember the other ones. Troll well, and- one. Trolls, and it was yeah. a it was yeah. a time where they were making shit up. Yeah, yeah. They weren't they weren't, you know, using some kind of already existing like child's play, okay? Dolls, living dolls. You know, that's been a horror trope for centuries. Oh, for because, yeah. Yeah. Well, dolls are kind of creepy. I'm sorry. Well, dolls are creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. <laughs> But then you start like E.T. And Steven Spielberg broke a lot of of tropes. I mean, he he when he did um, E.T. and Close Encounters, you know, it was aliens, but it wasn't the aliens that were either really scary or out to kill you or out to take over the world. Yeah. Well, no, okay. No, was... So they were, but like, <laughs> but ET, ET was a botanist. My mom tried to get me out of the fear of ET by reading me the book at night to learn that ET is a botanist. <laughs> Unlike uh, earlier Steven Spielberg movies, where you would be attacked by a car or a fish, right? The jaws, yeah. right, man. We don't need to worry about the aliens. We need to worry about the things here on, on Earth. I don't know if I've ever seen any of his earlier films other than um, Jaws. Call it Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just what you just said it. But, um, yeah, I don't think I've seen. I the, Believe it or not, the... I've never seen Close Encounters. BT Close is like Encounters is. I, I would be interested to see if it holds up. A favorite he, of mine, Jurassic Park. I feel like you have yeah. plenty of horror elements, but also like the fun, cute elements too. Yeah, and he takes yeah. it outside of uh, of a context. You know, he mm. he doesn't he does his own thing, and he makes it fucking work. Yeah, he actually does make a uh, um, cameo. He's the guy riding the recumbent bike in the beginning. No, oh, really? So funny. That's mm. that's funny. But there are moments where it's like, okay, you put a mogwai in a cage, cage gets all bloated with an egg of a gremlin, you cut open the cage, and you 
put it in a cardboard box at the end of a table. Hmm. Like, the fuck are you thinking, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> there are some moments where you're like, this is the worst. But then, like, you know, oh, I'm just going to take a little blood. It's not going to hurt. And then, you know, he dies and the gremlin stabbed <laughs> a needle in his butt. That was like, I remember seeing that as a kid and like, honestly feeling like, good, he deserved it. He was, <laughs> but like looking back now as like an adult and stuff, like, damn you for being that's, a scientist. Yeah, that's fucking brutal. <laughs> it like, it, I feel like it implies it like chewed his hand off and then like stabbed him in the ass. Like, because <laughs> yeah, his whole upper body, like his whole head and stuff are under the desk. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing that was weird to me. And they actually do mention it. One, they don't tell you when you can start feeding the the gremlins again. And time zones, everybody's got a midnight. So what time zone are you working with? (laughs) And then they run through snow, which is water. And they drink beer. But yet when he goes into chlorinated water, he reproduces. Like... Are you saying that there are elements of this movie that stray from from the common bed of or knowledge of physics and science, biology, those things? You love giving me shit about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh, yeah. It's a silly movie. Yeah. It is. It is. It is definitely that's, that's good. a that's good okay. cringy movie. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I like. I, I can't remember if I said this earlier in the episode, but like when uh, Stephen first messaged me about it, I was like, Gremlins, that's a good one, though. What are you talking about? And then yeah. watching it like towards the end, I'm like, yeah, this was a this was honestly a really good pick for the show because it's, <laughs> it's good. Like, don't get me wrong. This is still an amazing movie, but it's just like I, I remembered it as a kid being like this masterpiece of film. And it's like it's not. It's just like really yeah. fun and like pretty to look yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, and that, you know, I wanted to, I like doing themes because it makes it easier to find movies and pick them out versus just going through the algorithm and just going, eh, this one, I feel like this one today. And so I kind of wanted to, to, to veer into movies that more cringers have seen just because, you know, there are so many good movies that either just don't hold up or, you know, they just they're they're still cringy but they're they've won awards and they've they've started you know some kind of of thing but yeah gremlins. i i i want to go back and watch gremlins too yeah oh my god if you guys do gremlins too actually you should definitely have them back on we may have a month of sequels it'd be fun to do a month of sequels yeah no that that movie is so good i love the like i said too like it's just it's made for somebody like me who just likes crazy monsters and shit. Like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, and, and just to, I can't believe those puppets were that expensive back then. I mean, thirty to forty thousand dollars a piece at that time is like hundred thousand dollars right now. Like, those things are like. I hope that they're getting love and care, and you know, it, it would make me so happy if I found out that Howie Mandel had a. Gizmo. <laughs> so happy. All right, children. I think we beat this up as much as we can. What do you think? 
(laughs) (laughs) I think I'm ready to just muzzle a dog. Yeah. (laughs) And Dexter's been so cool, but I think his pain med has kicked in. He's kind of chilling out. He's got good meds. Yeah. (laughs) He's got got the good stuff. I do also have one actual legitimately useful piece of information to contribute. Um, So my partner is Chinese. Uh, She speaks Cantonese and she has never seen the movie, but uh, she like was making dinner and then like popped in with me for the end of the movie when I was watching this. And um, when the old guy calls it a mogwai, she's like thinking to herself about the word. And then she's like, that means like, uh, what did she say? Like what, like strange woodland creature or something. And I was like, cause I just thought they made it up. I didn't realize Uh it's like actually from like Chinese. Now, did she find the whole, the whole thing very culturally uh, insensitive, horrible, insensitive, and horrible? <laughs> I think I was more upset about it than her. But also <laughs> she only came in for like the very end. Yeah. Well, the fact that he pretty much just bribes the little kid, the little kid went above his grandfather, and his like grandfather's like holding on to this device thing he's got his opium pipe there and he's you know it was like every stereotype yeah all of a sudden they went back to 1925 you know when he walked into chinatown (laughs) yeah right (laughs) but yeah just thought that was interesting like i said i always thought they made the word up so this is something new for me just i love how it how you found it in the wild that makes me so happy i love it when you get trivia in the wild because <laughs> you don't you don't normally with movies you know usually you have to either talk to somebody with it or about it and you have to do research but have somebody just go yeah that that is like a devil or a de- yeah no that's a real word that's that's epic i love those i love those stories <laughs> no me too me too because just like yeah like what are the chances yeah mm. all right i think I think everybody's settled down enough for me to do the outro. Okay. <laughs> Go right ahead, Stacy. Let's say goodnight. Okay, Crunchers. Until the next time. Would you stop <laughs> What am I doing to you? Howard's the old clown. <laughs> okay, Crunchers. Until the next time. Keep that algorithm guessing and never be afraid of clicking on that movie and seeing where it takes you. I'm Stacy. This is our guest, Lily. Hi. She's Lily. Oh, this is Lily. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, children. Good night. Thank you guys for having me. This Please, so anytime. Nice. You are always welcome. In fact, you know, you guys could just take this show. <laughs> you and Stacey should do this. You're so funny. You'd have more fun. <laughs> All right. We will say good night then. Good night. Good night.